detour, ladies and gentlemen. The sensual Christmas episode coming at you. <laughs> Derek and Eric. The sensual? Sensual Christmas episode. Good God. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of B-Money and Eric coming at you. Not live, but on a recorded live. On a cold Thursday night. Yeah, uh... Because hell froze over and decided to land in Denver, Colorado for a couple of days. So we're at negative temperatures. Mm, a balmy just... minus 11 today. Wind chill was minus like 30, some spots. Some spots, yes. yes, you're, yes. Try, you're trying to fly out, of the, fly out of Colorado today. It was not happening. Yep. So with the holiday coming up, we are recording a little earlier in the week again on Thursday this time. So as of right now, Jets and Jags are currently underway. Um, Jags are playing extremely good football when it matters. I, hey, we said it. They have clearly they have the right coach, and Trevor Lawrence is just getting better and better every week. Dude, which we'll, we'll he's impressing me. He's impressing me every week. Um, but let's we'll let you know what we're going to go through today. As always, we'll kick things off with. The week review, starting with week 15 this week. What a crazy week. Dude, there were some insane finishes, some stupid (laughs) receivers. Oh, yeah. Um, Then we'll kind of dive into other team talks, but we'll kind of mix that into the creme de la crap list, my favorite list of all time. Broncos and Rams are in that. They're right at the creme de la top, baby. I'll tell you what. Um, The slime game's coming. Oh, boy. Stats of the week is back since Derek and I totally forgot to have stats for you last week. But it worked out. But it worked out. We'll hit some Colorado sports, abs, nuggets, and Broncos. Also, we might touch on some uh, CU. Got some big-time players coming their way. Yeah, how about that? The recruits. Recruits are coming in. Dion doing his job. And we will finish things off with week 16. Mm. Picks. Yeah, Speaking buddy. of picks, Derek got 11 right last week, but uh, he came up short to me who got 13 right. Mm. <laughs> I'm losing ground here with the year almost over. Yes, yes you are. Stupid. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, so we kick things off on Thursday. Seahawks suck, and the 49ers offense isn't much better, but their defense is phenomenal. They win 21-13. In Seattle, and are undefeated in the, in the division right now. Uh, yeah, they uh, George Kittle just went nuts in this game. Like he 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 just went nuts, and that defense is pretty good. And as we said, Seattle is just uh, they're bad, slowly, man. Slowly I said this was gonna happen. They're gonna come back down to earth. Their defense sucks, and Geno Smith can't lead a team to the postseason. He can't. Yeah. No, he can't. Eric wins. Seahawks suck. He hates the Niners. Glorams. Moving on to the next game. <laughs> Our first weekend of Saturday oh. football, and it kicked off with a doozy. The Minnesota Vikings defeat the Indianapolis Colts 39-36 to in overtime after the Colts had a 33-0 lead at halftime. So 2.28 on the clock. No timeouts remaining. They're going to set up the screen with Dalvin Cook and let him chew up the yards. Dalvin oh, Cook! There he goes! Dalvin Cook Uh-oh. is going to be caught up with 
Blockers inside Touchdown. the five. Touchdown. 64 yards. Magic in Minneapolis. Greg Joseph for the NFC North. And the kick is good. good. It's a winner at U.S. Bank Stadium. And the Vikings are kings in the north once again. Greg Joseph, as cold as the weather in Minnesota. See money, straight cash. (laughs) Kirk Cousins. Wet. Ballistic. I mean, if you had him in fantasy football, I did, and I didn't play him because I had Patrick. Well, Patrick Mahomes went against the Texans, so you can't really Fair. go wrong there. But 70 points he had on my bench. 70. It could depend on your league, though, too. But Matt Ryan is just on the wrong side of history again, Eric. And honestly? It's not on him, but still. It wasn't, but you got to move the ball in the second half. To get three points? You outscored him 33-0 in the first half. You got outscored 39-3 in the second half. 22 points the Vikings put up in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jeff Saturday, you think, is to blame for a lot of this, too? The whole damn coaching staff is to blame. How do you go into halftime and be like, all right, guys, we keep playing like this, we're going to win. So why don't we just calm down so we can go get Bryce Young? Yeah, seriously. And and the Vikings only had 92 rushing yards and 426 passing yards. <laughs> so oh. Vikings improved to 11-3, and three, an unbelievable 11-3. and three. Colts fall to 4-9 and crap. Four nine and crap. I didn't know that was a record. <laughs> Four nine and one. Uh, divisional game here. The, the beat up Ravens took on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland and lose a snooze fest thirteen to three. I mean, the game was just really boring. I mean, does nothing? Does anything really need to be said about it? Uh, yeah, they can't win without Lamar Jackson. So you better pay his ass at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, seriously, uh, uh, he needs to get paid because look what the Ravens are without him. They're not good. No, Huntley, 17-30, 138 yards and an interception. But J.K. Dobbins coming back, we said it when uh, he came back. He's going to be a difference maker. 13 carries, 125 yards. He's he's a difference maker, all right. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens fall to 9-5, and five, a very crucial loss for this team, too. Browns improve to 6-8. and eight. Uh, He Boo. who must not be named still sucks, so that's good. Boo, yeah. Uh, the, other, the last Saturday night game, the Bills hosted the Miami Dolphins in a snow game. And the Bills... Oh, and, yeah, towards the end of that game. And it's starting to cover the field it was a good game bills hold on to win 39 i'm sorry 32 to 29 yeah yeah, freaking uh, two actually didn't play too bad in this game no but if they have a better quarterback they win that game handily you think oh my god easily the bills defense was bad 
It was pretty bad. They gave up 405 yards on the uh, of offense, mm. but two, 17 of 30, 234 and two touchdowns. He didn't turn the ball over, but he wasn't the reason they were winning. Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill were the reasons they were winning. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, it's just, that guy is just playing out of his mind this year. He really he is. is. But uh, Josh Allen. 25 of 40, 304 yards, four passing touchdowns. He also added 77 rushing yards. Mm. Um, so, Bills improved to 11 to 3. Dolphins lose their fourth in a row and fall to 8 6. Yeah, how about that? They were really hot, and now they're just they're cooling off bad. Mm-hmm. But they'll probably pick things up here to finish off the year. Into Sunday, we had the first game. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come down and get your cars on Sunday. <laughs> the The Saints hosted the Falcons in a divisional game, and the Saints hold on to win 21-18. Desmond Ritter looked like a rookie starting in his first game in the NFL, which he is. Which he is, and he was, and yeah, it definitely showed. He just... But... As we said, it's part of the learning curve, and maybe he'll learn from it. He'll play a little bit better this week. I mean, there's a learning curve, and then there's this stat line. 13 to 26 <laughs> for 97 yards. Yeah, That's horrible. That's not good. Um, But this alligator dude, <laughs> I don't know his name, is 17, to thir- uh, 17 carries, 139 yards, and a touchdown. And Cordero so- Patterson had a touchdown as well. This alligator dude. <laughs> well, do you know his name? Oh, nope. But we're gonna go. We're gonna go with alligator guy. Al Gear. Yeah. Al- Al- alligator dude sounds better. Tyler Al Gears. It actually um, does sound better though. Taysom Hill, two for two, eighty yards and a touchdown. Oh Start- boy. Start oh, boy. said extremely sarcastically. Oh boy. Um, so the Saints unimpressive. Falcons even less so. Uh Saints approved to five and nine. Falcons fall to five and nine. And both teams could still win the division. Both of both, both of these teams. <laughs> uh Eagles went into Chicago to face the Bears. The Bears played pretty well, but they still fall to the Eagles 25-20. Yeah, uh Jalen Hurts though gets hurt in this game, so that's throwing shoulder so he's gonna sit for a week we also had three rushing touchdowns three i mean just look at the total the total yards in this game weren't even close either 421 to 248 the <laughs> eagles outgained them just, uh yeah uh, newsflash eagles are good they're really good uh they had they even had three turnovers in this game. I was gonna and say they, they made won. they made a lot of mistakes, but they're just their talent is so deep the Bears couldn't keep up. The Bears are three and eleven. But do you feel good about the Bears' future? Yeah, because Justin Fields, if you actually surround him with talent, he should be pretty good. You get him some damn good receivers and a better offensive line, maybe just a better offensive line at this point. He could do what we've been talking about, where he runs for 95 yards like he did against the Eagles, mm-hmm. but then he could throw for 250 like Jalen Hurts does. So keep do an eye on the Bears down the road, and they're peaking at the right time as the Lions are peaking. The Vikings are probably going to start falling after the season. The Packers are dead. Mm-hmm. 
So next game, another kind of surprise game. The Texans took the Chiefs into overtime in Houston, but the Chiefs talent overwhelms the Texans. Davis Mills fumbles in overtime. Chiefs would then score on the next play. 30 to 24 is the final. Davis Mills just being himself, just turning it over. Yeah, but the Chiefs, man, they're back to back over all over the place. Isaiah Pacheco with a fumble in this game. Eric, but did you see the total yards in this game? Oh, yeah, 502 to 219. <laughs> Not even close. The Chiefs should have blown these guys out, but no. Nope, they should have, they... but credit to the Texans. They hung in there. They did. But they still suck. So Chiefs improved to 11-3. and three. Texans fall to 1-12. Chiefs won the division in this and game, the too. The Chiefs did clinch the division. Sick for the seventh straight year. Another good game. Lions went into New York to face off against the Jets, and the Jets had the lead for most of the game until on fourth and inches, Jared Goff finds his tight end. The Lions win 20 to 17. Trying to keep this drive alive. Goff. Little pitch to right. Big game. Brock Wright is going to take it the distance touchdown lions the jets were completely fooled and the lions regain the lead 51 yards yeah how about that man freaking fourth and inches tight end wide open he freaking takes it to the house 52 yard touchdown pass the lions struggled in this game offensively though brock right yeah 52 yards it's just oh yeah they did but they need to win, Eric, and they got it. That, and that's the thing. Good teams find ways to win, unlike the Cowboys. And they're at 500 now. They're seven, they were 1-6, and six, and now they are 7-7. Seven and seven, and they How about are that? on the verge of a playoff berth. Lions and playoffs. How about so, that? Lions 7-7. Seven seven. Jets are also 7-7. Seven Another afternoon game, speaking of the Cowboys, Jacksonville Jaguars come back, tie the Cowboys, take them into overtime, and then the Cowboys showing that they're never going to win a Super Bowl as long as Jared Jones is alive. And they lose in overtime 40-34. to Third and four, blitz coming. Prescott throws backwards and intercepted. Jenkins has another one. Racing down the sidelines. Rayshon Jenkins is going to win it. Man, just, I can't believe. It's just, Dallas, they had it and Prescott just, I mean, if you think about it, though, it's not on Prescott. Who was the receiver? He, he, he dropped it. Brown, I think it was Brown, wasn't it? Yeah, he just dropped it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say that Prescott should have never thrown that football. There was too much around him." Yeah. Now you've been saying yard discrepancies. Jacksonville put up 503 yards against the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Where are you at, defense for the Cowboys? <laughs> hmm? hmm. Trash. So much hot Texas trash. <laughs> I really don't think the Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender. They're just not a 
they're a good team, but they they're, make stupid mistakes. They barely squeaked out a win against the Texans, and then they lose to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's also, not a bad team. No, Jacksonville's, I think, like I said, they could, I think they'll win the division next year, and they're on the verge of winning it this year. But you know what's really funny? It kind of sums up the Cowboys in a nutshell. Tony Pollard's a, a, a Pro Bowl. Zeke Elliott's not. Yeah. So the Dallas Trash Boys are ten and four, and the Jacksonville Jaguars improved to six and eight. Another crazy game. Raiders and Patriots were about to go into overtime in Las Vegas, and then Jacoby Myers decides to be the hero of the century and throw the game away. Mac Hollins out on defense. He's all the way back. As uh, Stevenson is anyone gonna is inside the 30, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh oh, it's picked off. Uh oh, oh no. Unbelievable. Oh wow. Incredible. Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. 30 to 24 Raiders win. Uh, I literally watched this and I just saw it in slow motion. No, with the he ball. Threw it right. He tried to throw the ball 15 yards back behind him across the field to Mac Jones. What is Mac Jones going to do? Throw it deep? He can't. No, and like I literally saw the replay and I'm like, the game was tied. <laughs> just go out of bounds or just go down. Go, and there was no time on the clock. And then yeah. Chandler Jones houses it. I'm surprised Jacoby Myers has not been murdered by Bill Belichick. I mean, or he hasn't been, like, literally, I'm surprised Belichick didn't go up to him and say, hey, go pack your bag. You're caught. Or he just said, hey, uh, so you're finding your own way back to, to uh, New England. Uh, yeah, just probably one of the craziest endings to a game I've ever seen. Yeah. Literally, uh, I've Derek, never seen an Eddie do a game. And uh, like, honestly, the only reason the rate the Patriots were in that game was because of Stevenson. Nineteen carries, one hundred seventy-two yards, and two touchdowns. Um, and the rate the, the Raiders really didn't play that good of a game, but Derek Carr with three touchdowns. Mm. So Raiders improved to six and eight. Patriots fall to seven and seven, which is key for them in the postseason race. Yeah. Uh, the other afternoon game. Broncos hosted the Cardinals and the Broncos get their fourth win of the season because the Cardinals are trash. 24 to 13 was the final. The Broncos won a game and Eric, wouldn't you know it? They scored more than their average. I'm sorry. It's 24, 15 was the final. I apologize. They scored more than their average, and they put up 20 points again. How yeah. about that? Uh, Colt McCoy for the Cardinals did leave in this ballgame, so Trace McSorley came in, and he just does not look good. But how about Latavius Murray? Mm. 24 carries, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Guy ran angry in this game. I mean, in his, he ran angry, and that's mentioned that's a tall, big man you got to bring down. Oh, him God, the he's ball. a big boy. Never, never in my mind did I ever realize Latavius Murray was that big. But Eric, he's six three two thirty. He's a big guy. That's yeah. running back too. 
but he he did good in this game and it was just nice to see and and Rippin, yeah he only had one turnover uh, and then sat seven times though Rippin was sacked so the offensive line is just a big big really ball. sets up a game for the rams broncos to have like 14 sacks doesn't it yeah it's just <laughs> like the way it was going i honestly thought that they were going to get in double digits because this line is just trash. It's bad. Yeah. So bad. Um, but the Bronco, Broncos do get the win. Both teams are four and both ten. Both of these Chargers, they get another win over the Tennessee Titans in Los Angeles, 17 to 10. Justin Herbert mm. is my favorite player in the NFL. 17 to 14 it was, Eric. 17 to 14. Derek, that's what I said. You said 10. Shh. But yes, uh, Justin Herbert, the throw that he made, just the guy is just, he's good, Eric. God, is he good. (laughs) He is good. He didn't have a touchdown in this game. No. But he had 300 yards passing. Did have two picks, and one of them was a beautiful pick in the end zone by the Titans. Oh, the way he... um, Caught it out of bounds with his feet in the air, pushed it back into somebody inbounds, which he I got toe tapped his way in. Yeah, just yeah, impressive. But the Titans can't move the ball. Ryan Tannehill yep. probably going to be out. He he needs to be out. I clearly he is not the answer. Derek, for... if the Titans lose out and Jacksonville wins out, Jacksonville wins the division. Nine and eight. Yeah, and looking at their schedules, it could happen. Yeah, Titans play uh, the Texans, Cowboys, and the Jaguars. So, they're Eric. Let's face facts, though, they're not losing to the Texans. I don't know, man. The way they've been playing, Ryan Tannehill is not playing this week, though. I don't think they win. We'll talk about that later, but I don't think so. Um, Chargers also need to run the ball, but Chargers improved to eight and six. Titans fall to seven and seven. They remember the Titans won five in a row at one point. Now they're just uh, final afternoon game. The Bengals beat the Buccaneers in Tampa, thirty-four to twenty-three. But the Bucks had a comfortable seventeen-point lead and then gave up thirty-four unanswered points. Yeah. What's going on, Tampa? You had a 17-point lead, and then you just let Joe Burrow and then back in it. Joe Burrow, just 200 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, Joe Burrow just continues to get stuff done. He's good. He he is good. Uh, Tampa also having four straight drives with turnovers doesn't hurt either. But the Bucks six and eight, they're still alive for their division. God, none of those teams should be allowed to be in the postseason, dude. Like that uh, whole division should just be in the crap category. They should just give that playoff spot to the Lions. I mean, honestly, they should. Everybody in that division right now has a losing record. And they're all still so Bucks six and eight, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, all five and nine, they're all still alive for them division uh, just just stupid it's sick uh it, sunday night game kind of a boring game giants ugh. beat the commanders 20 to 12 um 
I really think this game should have been the Commanders because the what the ref did to uh, Terry McLaurin oh, yes. was absolute crap. Right? Uh, tell He asked if he's set. Dude says, yeah, you're set. Eh, actually, you weren't. I'm throwing the flag. Right? Uh, that ref should never work again in the NFL. I'm sorry. No. He shouldn't. No, that That's was a just, joke. That's that a was... joke. Joke and a terrible, terrible call he made, yes. Yeah. So, but Giants get a must-win. Commanders lose a must-win game. Mm. So Giants are 8-5-1. and one. Commanders are 7-6-1. and one. A tie. Ooh, it. And on Monday night, Yay! Crappy Rams (laughs) took on the crappy Packers, and the crappy Packers won the crappy game by a crappy score of 20 crap to 12. 24. This game, honestly, was just a snooze fest. It was not exciting at all. I did not. I just, it was not exciting to watch. I mean, is that wrong to say? Because it was just... Dude, so as a boring. Rams fan, I had it on in the background. It's so boring. Uh, What's going Aaron Rodgers is just not the same guy anymore. No, did you see that the interception he had? Yes. He missed this guy by 10 yards. Yeah, I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? What's he doing? Is it time I, for him to retire, Eric? No, I just don't think the Packers are a good team offensively. And their, their DBs are terrible. They're not good this year. No, so. Packers keep their 12% chance to make the playoff hopes alive <laughs> for some reason. And the Rams fall to four and, what are they, four and ten? Yeah, they're 12%. Dude, they have a 12% chance to make the playoffs. They, sh- they should just lose because then they can see what they have in Jordan Love, but they'll never you do. Know, you know who should take their spot, Eric? My socks that I'm wearing. Oh, yeah. Look at those bad oh, dude, boys. I, I really believe the Lions will make the postseason. I really do. I hope so because, man, are they rolling right now, and they're exciting to watch. Love watching them. Oh, boy. Here comes your favorite thing now. Yes, we're moving on to creme de la crap. Or is there any other news you wanted to talk? Or oh, real quick, we can touch on it. It was... Sad news that happened this morning. Uh, Ronnie Hillman, running back that uh, was part of the Broncos Super Bowl 50 season, passed away this morning at the age of 31. He had, I read, liver cancer and ammonia. So, uh, pneumonia. Pneumonia. There you go. Ammonia is a chemical. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) He didn't have that. Yeah. But, only 31 years old he's just too young to pass and as i said you know as i said off air he was a huge huge part of that super bowl year because of how bad manning was struggling and how strong the running game and defense was that year he was a huge contributor to help us win the super bowl but just really sad news when i heard that this morning and mm-hmm. it's just it's really it's just devastating to hear hear that but yeah, that's and just also uh, Franco Hara. Franco Harris passed away. The Franco Harris, thank you. The uh, the receiver on the Immaculate Reception. If you've never seen it, YouTube it. 
I mean, YouTube it. I mean, it's probably it's it's on NFL like highlights when they show like do not copyright whatnot. That's one of the clips they play is because it's it, it literally is like one of the biggest moments in NFL history. Because if you see it, guy just gets hit. The ball is literally an inch less than an inch from the ground and he picks it up fingertips and takes it to the house for a score. Best part about that clip. They didn't have all the camera angles they had nowadays back then. So the NFL films footage is the only one that caught the, what happened. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to creme. Duh. La. Crap. (laughs) So, in the creme category, we have the Eagles, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Niners. Mm-hmm. I think those are all fine. Yes. I mean, top, I think top, those are perfect. Top category can stay. I agree. All right. And not quite creme, not quite crap. We've got Lions, Chargers, Commanders, Dolphins, Cowboys, Ravens. And I'm telling you, Cowboys and Dolphins and and uh, Washington need to move down. I'm going to keep the Dolphins there. Okay, even because though they I'm lost moving the straight. Ravens down to crap, the Cowboys down to crap, and the Washington Commanders down to crap. They're all so, crap. So only the Lions, Chargers, and Dolphins, but the low. I'm going to surprise Jacksonville. Here. Yeah. I'm going to move Jacksonville Jaguars up to not quite cram, not quite crap. I, I'm not going to fight with you on that. They, uh, as we said, this next year, look out with Calvin Ridley and that receiving core, Travis Etienne coming on, and Trevor Lawrence just absolutely taking a huge step this year. And with all the cap space and draft capital they're going to have, man, are they going to be a team to watch next year? And not to mention their defense is playing extremely good football. And they finally have a very good coach in control of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the the crap list is fine. We've got actually now. So we've got Jets, Titans, Giants, Seahawks, Patriots, Ravens, Cowboys, Commanders. Yes. I want to move the Jets down because Zach Wilson is starting for him again. He's so bad, dude. He's such a bad quarterback. He's he's not good. I mean, put it in other way, other words, he is not that good. So, and then in creme de la crap, we have the whole NFC South. <laughs> I, I'm really tempted to move the whole division and Debella to trash. As we're I gonna said, do it. We're gonna I, move them all into Bella to trash. As I said, none of them are good. Three teams tied at five and nine, and then the Bucks at six and eight. <laughs> and they're all alive, Eric. They could all finish seven and ten, and somebody's winning the division at yeah. seven. I'm also gonna move the Colts down to Bella to trash. Oh, after that, that that loss. Oh yeah. Do you just you give up? You have a 33 point lead, and you lose. You and deserve to be in the belly of the trash. And now you're starting Nick Foles. <laughs> Against the Chargers, who have played really good the last two weeks. It's not looking good. Yeah, good luck. So the creme de la crap is only three teams? Bears, Steelers, Raiders. Is there anybody you want to move up or down? We come uh, up. We could probably move the Packers up to creme de la crap because they're, they're pretty bad. Texans. They could beat any. I say the list is fine where it's at. I literally think it's fine just right where it's at. And to wrap things up. 
Are the Bears really better than the Broncos and the Rams? I'm leaving the Bears and creme de la crap because they have a brighter future than those two teams. That's true. They have Justin Fields. Do you agree? No, I agree. Eh, We'll move the Cowboys down to Belder Trash. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just just hate them. (laughs) All right. So, and then the Belder Trash, we've got Texans, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, Browns. NFC South and the Colts. <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> NFC South. It's, it's easier to say all the teams than all the teams: Panthers, Bucks, Saints, and Falcons. I like how we. Ha- I like the Browns are six and eight, but we have them down there because of who their quarterback is, and they're not yeah. leaving. Oh, they're never I, leaving. No, they're I, there I, for I, life, baby. They really are. They could win the Super Bowl, and they're still going to be. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. I think the Browns are the only team that's gone from one of the most like pitied fan bases and teams to most hated in the blink of an eye. I mean, there's 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 a lot of people I know that do not like them at all. I'm one of them. Yeah, me too. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams in the Bella de Trash. Yeah, it's it's quite the list. <laughs> And then I was thinking about this when the playoffs come around, we'll just do playoff teams and rank them on like if they're a, like how dangerous they are in the postseason. But we'll keep this list going until the end of the year. By the way, teams not in the postseason are all going to be in Bella to trash. <laughs> Browns, right. Browns should just, we should just name a category for the Browns, <laughs> have their own category. The bottom of the the bottom of the barrel. I was gonna swear, but I won't. Or you should put <laughs> the the gum on the bottom of your shoe. I was gonna say something worse, but we'll move on. <laughs> the poop at the bottom of your shoe. Nope. Um, <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, Jacksonville missed a field goal. No moving on to stats of the week. Ba-na-na-na-na. Who's going first? Why don't you go first? Because I'm kind of eating right now. <laughs> All right. Stats of the week. Uh, here's your stat. Look at this. Interception rate this season. The lowest, believe it or not, Daniel Jones at 1.0%. Yeah, he only has like five touchdown passes. The highest interception rate this season, Dak Prescott at 3.9%. <laughs> How about that? Wow, really? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Well, Dak Prescott's not known for turning the ball over. He's usually really safe with the ball. But he has the highest interception rate this season. That's bad. And how about this? The great late coach, uh, Mike Leach, was a head coach for 21 years. And 10 of those 21 seasons... His team led the FBS in passing yards. So the guy he knew, knew what he how, was doing. He knew what he was doing. He knew how to run an offense. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and oh, this is just sickening. Since 2015, Eric, 75% of the Heisman winners played at either Alabama or Oklahoma. That is the dumbest stat. I've ever read when I saw that. I was that's like, that's like annoying. 
That's so dumb. Oh, man. And then look at this. Eastern Illinois was a 31.5-point underdog at Iowa. Over the last 30 seasons, 30-point underdogs were 0, 558. They are now 1, 558. (laughs) My God. Eastern Illinois beat Iowa, and they were almost a 32-point underdog, Eric. Dude, Iowa sucks. Their offense is so bad. Pretty bad. And this is the last little nugget. This isn't a real uh, stat of the week, but I just saw it. It's an article that I actually read, and it says, every time the Bulls would come to Boston, this is way back in the day, uh, Dennis Rodman would go, to a, would go to Toys R Us, buy out the entire store, and him and himself would deliver all the toys to the Children's Hospital in Boston. Wow. Every single time he went to Boston, he did that. Bought out the entire Toys R Us and went and gave them to kids at the Boston Hospital. Not many people know about that, but that story came out this week, and I was like, I just had to bring some light to it because that is that is absolutely amazing. That's really cool. I mean, what what what, what a good dude. For sure. And uh, that's all I got. All right. My stats of the week. Derek, do you know Frank Gore's son, Frank Gore Jr., is currently in college football? Yeah, is his dad still playing too? No, his dad's a boxer. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, excuse me, Frank Gore Jr., in his last game of the season for Southern Mississippi, had 21 rushing attempts for 329 yards, two touchdowns. Good lord. Is he I'd say be that's like, a good game. Is he gonna be like his dad? And he's like just never gonna age as he gets older. Did you ever see the wow. picture of Frank Gore as a rookie than his last year in the league? Yeah, he looked the exact same. I know it's it's cre- it's creepy. <laughs> he's third uh, in NFL history in rushing yards. Mm-hmm. He better go to the Hall of Fame. Hey, so before the Colts Vikings games, teams with 30 point leads oh god were 1548 one loss and one tie. They are now 1548 two and one. Thanks to the Colts. Thanks to the Colts. Did you know the second biggest comeback was the Bills and Oilers when it was 35 to 3? Mhm. And this one beat it by one point. All right, Derek, if I've done this one before with you, remind me, but I got to guess that player for you. Okay. This guy, NFL, went to college at Tulane. Tulane. Wow, okay. Drafted by the Bears in 2008. You haven't done this one. Okay, and his last team was the New York Football Jets in 2017. So he he is a running back. So he played for nine years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who he is. Matt Forte. Matt Forte. Good job. I forgot, I forgot about him. He kind of like started the current kind of or kept going after Marshall Falk anyway, the current running back that can catch the ball. Man, was that guy good at catching the ball and running mm-hmm. it out of the backfield? Very good back. All right. By the way, 
the Arizona Cardinals have never won in the Mile High City. I know, 0-6. I guess Card- there's a reason the Cardinal isn't a native bird to Denver. Yeah, and they don't like playing in the cold. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, so Justin Herbert's really bleeping good. Yes. He is the first player in NFL history with 4,000-plus yards passing in oh. each of his first three NFL seasons. Good God. 4,000? Plus, yeah. He's good. That's 12,000 yards in three years. Yeah. Wow. All right, Derek, so you know how we were talking about how the NFL – or I'm sorry, baseball doesn't have a salary cap? Oh, God. So Carlos Correa – Oh, yeah, how about this the, the guy? The Giants <laughs> void his contract because they I failed his physical. So he yep. gets signed by the Mets for the same deal, basically. Guess how much the Mets have spent in free agency this year? Oh, no. Uh, $735 million. Close. Oh, $806.1 million. Wow. They've signed Carlos Correa, or $315 million. Brandon Nimmo. I, who? Nemo. Nemo, $162 million. Edwin Diaz, $102 million. Justin oh. Verlander, eighty-six million. Oh my God! Kodai Senga, who <laughs> seventy-five million. Jose Quintana, twenty-six million. Omar Narvarez, fifteen million. <laughs> I was just cussed, but Eric, who who? Every time you do that, um, Adam oh. Onavino, fourteen and a half million. David Robertson, oh, ten million. So Derek, the, how much money have the Mets spent in free agency over the past three seasons? Oh God, I want to say over a billion. One point six, but 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 billion dollars. Wow, which is dumb. Yeah, who's that one guy they signed and he got suspended? Robinson Cano. Yeah, they paid him all that money and he's suspended. Or yeah, because he got caught. He got caught. I think was it twice for steroids? Mm-hmm. Not once, but twice. Yeah. All right, Derek. Here I've got a map of most viewed NHL franchises by Providence and state. Well, the Avs got to be up there. So the Avs are the most watched in Wyoming, Colorado. Yeah. I believe that's no, it's not Missouri. What's above Missouri? I don't know. I'm not looking at a map. They're pretty well watched. Derek, who's the most viewed team in Montana in the NHL? Uh, Avalanche. You're wrong. It's the Columbus Blue Jackets. Screw them. In Montana? Uh-huh. But they're in Ohio. Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense. Derek, who is the most viewed team in Arizona? It's not the Yotes. <laughs> nope. The Minnesota Wild. Close. The Detroit Red Wings. Ugh. Derek, who's the most viewed team in New Mexico? Well, they don't. The Yotes. Yep, the Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even the most watched for their own <laughs> state. That's sad. Who's the most viewed team in Las Vegas? Oh, that's easy. The Golden Knights? Wrong. Flyers. Wow, they don't even want to watch their home team. Uh-uh. 
Who's the most viewed team in Idaho? Columbus. The Vegas Golden Knights. In Idaho? The <laughs> Potato State? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> they probably broadcast the games locally up there. Yeah, they must. Who's the most viewed team in Alaska? Oh, God. That's got to be one of, the, one of those Canadian teams. Ottawa, I'll go with. Or Vancouver. The Red Wings. Mm-hmm. The hell? I'll do Alaska's, But Alaska's closer to Canada. It is, but America. Who's the most viewed team in Hawaii? Avalanche. No, come on now. I don't know. Florida Panthers. New York Rangers. I'll say the none of the Florida teams are in Florida, by the way. It's Chicago. (laughs) All right, last one I'll do here. Most viewed team in Cali, California. Oh God. Uh I don't know. I don't think it's any of the California teams. You're right. It's not. Uh, Oregon has the most watched California team, and it's the Ducks. The Ducks? In Oregon, yeah. So you're saying we're the only state that watches our team. Everyone else is like, oh, screw it. No, no. Like, uh, like, Minnesota, like Minnesota obviously watches. No, but uh, the, the California team is the Islanders, by the way. Um, you know, like teams – Unless you're the Arizona Coyotes, most of the time <laughs> your That's team sad. is sad. They're able to watch. Yeah. Well, and I was going to do the Providences of Canada, but I don't know them by name. Eric, what's the attendance that they have again? The Oats, thirty-five hundred. Well, it's like five thousand. Eric, real quick. Yes, sir. The Gothic Theater and Fillmore <laughs> are concert venues here in Colorado. They fit. They fit almost that many people yeah that doesn't surprise me that's sad all right derek i got one more stat here for you and then we'll wrap that up yes current qbs in the nfc playoffs and where they're in the playoffs and where they were drafted we'll start in the nfc jalen hurts second round pick yes kirk cousins fourth round pick yeah brock purdy is crap and mr irrelevant last pick of the draft he's crap Tom Brady, sixth round pick. 199th overall, of course. Dak Prescott, fourth round pick. Look at Tyler that. Heineke, undrafted. Look at that list. Daniel Jones is the only one that was drafted in the first round currently in the postseason. Needs- now you want to hear something fun. What's that? The AFC quarterback situation. Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Brian Tannehill, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Tua Tungavailoa, all first-round picks. So it's safe to say your first-round pick in the AFC, you're going to thrive. But if you're a third-round or later guy, you're going to do good in the NFC. I'll say off of this list, there's only two guys that I wouldn't start my franchise with. Who's that? Tannehill and Tua. I would have to agree. Now on the NFC side, that was the wrong button. Oh, God, I'm panicking. There's one guy that I would say I would start my franchise with. Jalen Hurts. Uh-huh. And the guy you wouldn't? Yeah, Tom Brady, because he's a freaking fossil. Yeah. But I'm not starting my franchise with Brock Purdy. Maybe 
maybe Dak Prescott, but he's had such a bad season this year. He's the turnover uh, highest interception rate like, guy if, this year. If, if you if you were doing a Madden fantasy draft and you had a pick of quarterback between Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Jackson, I'd say you're all right. Yeah, I'd say probably taking uh, Burrow, Allen, or Mahomes, those three, it's probably a safe bet. Yeah. Because those three are pretty good, and they look like they're about – those three are probably the future of the NFL right there. Pretty much. All right. And Herbert. Let's not throw let's let's not throw him aside. He's probably another one I mean, to throw in there. You'd be dumb if you didn't take Allen or Mahomes first over Herbert. But, but Justin man, Herbert. If I, if, if I had to choose between Burrow and Herbert – I would lean so hard to, to like it would be so hard to pick because I think Herbert's the real deal. Herbert is just he's good. Guy is so damn good. Yes. All right. Let's move it on now after stats of the week. We will hit Colorado teams update and then week 16 picks. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's dive into Colorado team update. We will start with the best team ever. <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, man, what, what wins they've had this week? Uh, listen, I mean, I know they've been in overtime, but it's because they don't have finishers. Like, they, they don't have the, the scoring depth that they normally have. The Islanders so ha- game. Oh. They have to win in overtime. That Islanders game, man, was that intense. So since last week, they have played three games, and they've won all three. They played the Predators last Saturday, 3-1. to one. Islanders on Monday, one nothing, And then yesterday, they played the Canadians and won 2-1. to one. But Real quick, that Islanders game, Gorgiev had a shutout, 26 saves. But how about the Avs having... 46 shots on net. But they couldn't score in regulation. No. They had to win in a shootout. What's I mean? A win's a win. Thank God for Evan Rodriguez. That's all I got to say. Because, man, if it wasn't for him, Eric, they would have (laughs) lost. But Gorgiev, he he played a hell of a game. He's had a hell of a season, too. I mean, even last night against Montreal. Oh, yeah. Gives up a goal on the first shot of the game, but then shuts them down after that. And also, can we give props to Miko Rantanen? The 22 goals guy had, he notched his 22nd goal last night, and he's 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 keeping the team afloat. He really is. If <laughs> with all the injuries that are happening right now, Miko is literally he has the team on his back. And I don't know if you saw. His post-game interview last night, Eric, he looked exhausted. Well, he, yeah. looked, he looked so freaking tired. He's the only one putting pucks in the back of the net for this team. And I'm like, man, that, that boy, he needs – I mean, like, thank God they had today off because he probably is doing absolutely nothing today. Yeah, and they – so they finish up before the Christmas break tomorrow in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then they're off for three days, and they and they head to Arizona for the first time this season. But the the five thousand arena, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm just impressed with the way they're playing. They they had a homestead. I think you and I said it. If they go three and two, it'd be fine. You know, yes, like that that'd be fine. They're four and one. 
Real quick, Eric, do you know the name of the Yotes Arena? I don't. Mullet Arena. Hell yeah. Well, they're playing at Arizona State's stadium. Yeah, and it's called Mullet Arena. Remember what I told you? Instead of like their logo, like a stitched into the carpet, they just have like a throw rug. Tickets are currently 30 bucks if you want to go to that Yotes game on Tuesday. Oh, dude, I'm in. Let's go. Fly, fly out to Arizona. But no, what? this this homestand, though, wow. Just impressive. I'm impressed that they're just staying the course and playing good hockey. As we said, though, just stay, you got to just find a way to stay afloat with all these injuries that you're going through because if you can't, Oof, it might be hard to recover when you get everybody no, back. And but honestly, doing it. they dominated the game against the Canadians. Oh, yes. Canadians they, only, they went 27 minutes without a shot. That's it just, good. It just speaks volumes how good this defense is with the apps. Like they were good last year, and clearly that's carried over to this year. I guess it helps when you have one of the best players in the world, Kale McCarr, on your team. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. McCarr's not even playing well offensively. He's just doing everything he needs to on the defensive side. Real quick prediction tomorrow in Nashville. What do you think? Spanked. Yeah, I think they're going to spank him too. Nashville's not good this year. No, they're not a good team. Um, let me pull up the standings here in a minute. But uh, one thing I want to I want to talk to you about, Derek. Yes. I have a theory. What's that? When this team's fully healthy. I think the Avs should separate McKinnon and Rantanen. On separate lines? Uh-huh. So I have McKinnon, of course, on McKinnon, Landis Cognitushkin on the top line. Uh-huh. Rantanen, Lekkanen, and Rodriguez on the other line. It's a pretty good line. If you Or if you wanted to, throw a new hook in there. That's, that's a pretty good line. That's a now, damn good line. Here's my reason. What did the Avs of old used to do with Forsberg and Sackett? Separate them. Yeah, because this is teams would then have to look at this team and go, "Oh my God, we just had McKinnon giving it, giving us our his all." It's like, wow, that was a tough thirty seconds. Oh my God, here comes Miko Ranton and doing the same thing <laughs> on the, the very next shift. Yeah, I, I mean, if they do that. I mean, Deadly. even because like without with the, the loss of Kadri up the middle on the second line, you need that other step position. And you could honestly keep ranting it on the wing because mm-hmm. Rodriguez can play center for you. Mm-hmm. And then you have his best friend and countryman on the other is the other side in Lekkanen. And you could flop him and Nachushkin. But that top line, if you have McKinnon, Landeskog, and Nachushkin, that's a line that's fast and beats you the hell up. That's a this this, this is a good problem to have. That the a, have. oh, it's a fantastic problem. Having it's, all it's going to be even better when they're healthy. Having all these good players and deciding what lines to put them on that that is a damn good problem to have. And as you said, when they all come back healthy, oh boy! And the way and as we said, Georgiev, the way he's been playing this year, oh man. Mm-hmm. Man, now, did it, man, did you see why uh, Sackick made that trade now? It was a great move. I mean, yep. he's played so well for them. Um, Guy's but, got an eye for talent, that's for and sure. And here's the good thing. The division 
they're fourth right now with 38 points, but the other teams aren't pulling away from them. No. The Avs are 5-4-1 and one in their last 10. Dallas is 5-3-2. and two. Winnipeg Minnesota. is 6-4. and four. Now, Minnesota's 8-2. and two. They're not going to keep this up, folks, because they are relying on Ryan Reeves to carry that team. Chicago and he, sucks. Dude, Chicago is so bad. 7-20-4. and four. Ugh. Do they have the worst? Yeah, they have the least amount of wins in the NHL right now. They're not good. I mean, they're not good on purpose, too, so. Yeah. Screw them, too. I'm glad they're Dude, not could good. you imagine if the Avs somehow get Patrick Kane? Just, it wouldn't even be fair. No, that's why I want it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. And, dude, that would help out with the top line problem, too. Let's move it on to the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets, like. They, so they played two games since we last talked. It's so frustrating. Granted, they won both games, but the Hornets, they beat the Hornets 119 to 115, and then they beat the Grizzlies 105 to 91. But they, the Hornets are bad, and you were losing at one point to them. Like, come on, Nuggets. They have seven wins, seven, and you have to claw your way back into the game to beat them. I mean, I guess it helps. I mean, just Jokic again. 40 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists. But how many times do you and I sit here and every time we see the Nuggets playing a bad team, they always seem to play down to them? Down to their level. Jamal Murray, six points, 0 for 6 from three-point rank. Yeah, he had an off night. You can't be playing like that, but... Well, then they beat did, Memphis, and now they're the number one team in the West. But Jokic, real quick, in the Hornets game, did something that nobody's done since Wilt Chamberlain, Eric, having 27 rebounds. That is just freaking insane. I mean, Jokic is making a good case for him to be three-time MVP. He's Because who plays better than him in the NBA consistently? I mean, I've heard some people say the way Jokic is playing, he he might go down as one of the best Nuggets ever, and they might be right. He is so – he's good. He's already the best Nugget ever. Who's better than him? Nobody. I mean, Melo was dominant when he was young, but – He didn't win an MVP. He wasn't this good. No, he didn't win an MVP. He didn't win two MVPs for that matter. But – I will say Jokic isn't winning a third one. There's no way. The NBA, the NBA is such a popularity contest, it's not going to happen. But if he continues to keep playing like this, I mean, you never know. But then, of course, look at this. Has a triple-double against Memphis. Goes 13-13-13. They're just – they're good. As we said, yeah, they're number one in their division now. 19-11. Portland at 17-15. Utah at 18-16. Minnesota at 16-16. Six, at and then Oklahoma at 14-18. and 18. But – if you look at Phoenix, Phoenix is just right behind them, or Phoenix and Memphis are the two closest teams behind them in win totals, that is, and the Clippers. But And Phoenix is fading fast, too. Oh, God, yes. I mean, they started out hot. They only they were at one point, I think they were, what, 10 and 2 at one point? Mm-hmm. 10 and 2, 10 and 3, they were playing really good. And now they're just 
fading. But how real quick, how about that? How about Boston? Boston's at 22 and 10. That's damn good. But what the hell happened to Golden State? They're 15 and 18. They're just not that good. At least they're not as bad as the Lakers. Golden State's three and sixteen on the road. Yeah. There's wow. There's their big problem right there, Eric. Yeah. Look, I don't follow basketball a whole lot. I know that's bad. The only team with a worse away record. Actually, no, they have the worst away record. The Houston Rockets aren't even that bad on the road. That is to be pathetic. fair, they're three and thirteen. That's just as bad. Ugh. But no, coming up, they have uh tomorrow the Hills of Trailblazers. And then how about that? They play Christmas Day against the Suns. The first Christmas game in freaking forever. And then they play Tuesday and Wednesday back-to-back games. They play at the Kings both games. And then both. next Bofa. And then next Friday they host the Heat to close out the month of December. So I mean the Nuggets are five and one in their last six. Sorry, almost perfect. almost almost like the Lions. Almost like the Lions, except the Lions are better. Are uh, six and one. Yeah, six and one. Only by one more win. Um, Portland could be a tough game. Dame Lillard, you never know what the hell you're going to get. I think they could beat Phoenix on Christmas Day. Phoenix I think, is imploding. And you saw them arguing with each other on the, the sideline the other night. I think they will beat them because it's going to be here in Denver. That helps. But if it was in Phoenix, I think it'd be a different story. But, I mean, their schedule to finish out the month is pretty favorable. So. These next five, you better at least get three wins. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. You better at least get three wins and finish out the month. You know, twenty-two and thirteen. They'd be pretty good heading into January. Yeah. All right, let's move it on to the Broncos. Uh, they won. Yeah, how about that? They won they beat a freaking the game. Lonely Cardinals. <laughs> the lonely Cardinals. <laughs> Yeah, the Cardinals without Kyler Murray, as we said, their offense is trash. Yes. Defense is just trash. Yes. Vance uh, Joseph comes back to Denver, and it just – he looks like I don't like know crap. how that dude keeps getting an NFL job, man. He's not a good defensive coordinator, and he's not a good head coach. No. But as we said, they scored 24 points back-to-back weeks. They scored 20 points. How about that? And three interceptions doesn't hurt either. Well, yeah, having uh, Justin Simmons get two of them. Man, that guy just seems to just be everywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. He just seems about the only like guy that seems to show up every week on the defense that wants to catch the ball for that I know. matter. <laughs> but well, and then the Broncos were able to capitalize on those turnovers finally. And uh, without Russell Wilson, they get their fourth win. Yeah, but clearly there there are glaring needs because when you allow a bad Cardinals defense to sack you seven times, that is a huge, huge red flag. Oh, of course. So you got to see what they're – Denver, you have that first-round pick you got next year's draft. Probably should go after a guard or a tackle for that pick. Uh, uh, let's just say just, – Just saying. <laughs> the Broncos didn't play great offensively. No. They just did enough. 
they just what did you, what, what you need. They did enough, and like we said, when Trace McSorley came in, the game was over because McSorley is not a good quarterback. And no, I think he can be if he gets enough time and training, but right now, no, he's not good. And talk. let's talk about the slime game. Slime time on Nickelodeon on Christmas Day. The Broncos and Rams are here to give you your nap time. So how about this? Beginning of the year, both these teams, Bofa, this was projected to possibly be a very good game, and now it's just a snooze fest. <laughs> I mean, both teams have are hurt up front. <laughs> oh, Offense, offensive lines are both trash. Both starting quarterbacks are banged up. Mm-hmm. I Receiver, mean, receivers are banged up for both teams. Both teams' receivers are gone. Their oh. defensive lines are beat up. I mean, this is just going to be which team is less crappy on the Saturday on the Sunday. <clears throat> I'm calling it now. Final score: ten to nine. <laughs> First one to double digits wins. Oh God. Uh, this, Russell this Russell Wilson is coming back. I and think. Russell Wilson historically plays really well against Broncos or Rams, doesn't he? He said extremely sarcastically. Yeah, so he will be back in this game and uh Baker Mayfield will be starting again. Yeah. And I mean the Rams, the Rams deep offense didn't look good against the Packers at all. So I mean, like you said, which team gets to double digits first and which team doesn't turn the ball over most, you know? Yeah, which team's just going to suck less and do a little bit more than the other sucky team to get a win? Yay! Yeah. And on that note... Let's move move it on. The games. (laughs) Week 16 picks... One game, as we said, is underway. It is Jacksonville's Jaggy Wars at the, the New Jets. York football Jets currently in the third quarter, seven minutes-ish to go. Jacksonville has a 16-3 to lead, and Zach Wilson continues to show that he sucks. <laughs> um, we both picked Jacksonville to win that game. Real quick, what's you got Zach Wilson's numbers so far in the game? If I not, do. I do. All I, all I see, he's eight for sixteen with for eighty-four yards and an interception. Oh. He's, Meanwhile, T. Rev. Lawrence, seventeen to twenty-three, a buck ninety-six, and also forty-five yards rushing and a touchdown. How about this, Evan Ingram? Six catches, one hundred and six yards already. Yeah, where did this guy come from all of a sudden? I mean, I know who he is, but, man, he just all of a sudden just started blowing up at the end of the year. And we, we didn't talk about it really, but it, well, we did a little bit. But if Jacksonville wins out and Tennessee loses out, to Jacksonville could win the division. I would laugh. It would be great. Um, if, so Tennessee, if, Ten- if Tennessee loses to the tight – or the if Tennessee loses to the Texans this week, Eric, they're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Because, like you said, they may not win out. I don't think they will. All right. Christmas Eve. Let's move it on to Christmas Eve. Most games are on Christmas Eve. We only have three on Sunday for Christmas and then one on Monday. 
First game in the afternoon, the five and nine Falcons are headed to Baltimore to take on the nine and five Ravens. No Lamar Jackson. So who's starting again for him? Tyler Huntley versus Desmond Ritter. Good boy. No Calais Campbell and no Marcus Peters for the Ravens, but their defense still seems to play well. Also, Tyler Huntley is questionable, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I don't think it matters. I think the Ravens get the win because they're at home. And Desmond Ritter, he's probably going to look a little frazzled and riddled in this game because he's – Razzle-frazzle? Yeah, because he's still rookie and he's still learning. But I think the Ravens have the advantage just because of that defense and they're at home. And not to mention, J.K. Dobbins will probably help help him get a win. I agree. I just think the Ravens are better even without their quarterback. And they're de- it's because they're defense. But this will be a low-scoring game. 13-10. Over-under is 34-and-a-half. Ooh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on along, we've got the Bills headed to cold Chicago to face off against the Bears. I don't think it matters, uh, Buffalo. I mean, nothing needs to be said. Buffalo's clearly the better team, and I think they'll get a pretty easy win in Chicago. I agree. No Equinemius St. Brown and no Chase Claypool for the Bears either. So who the hell is... Field's going to throw the ball to himself. Bills will win this one huge. <laughs> so, Bills are also eight point favorites in that football game. Ooh. Next one could be a fun game Bengals at the New England Patriots. Derek, who do you like? Patriots need a bounce back win after what happened to them last week. Let's just mm-hmm. face the facts, but. The Bengals are really clicking right now, Eric, and nothing seems to be slowing them down. I think they keep the momentum going in this one. I agree with you. I, Like you said, Bengals are rolling. Uh, even without Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson last week, they were able to get to Tom Brady pretty easily. Uh, Joe, Matt, and Mac Jones sucks. Matt, Joe Burrow, though, is just – man, he's just – the second half of this season, he's he just been turning it on and playing really good. I know. He's been so good. The whole team has. Joe Mixon's been great. His receiving core has been great. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. Zach Wilson threw under through Garrett Wilson, and it would have been a 60-yard touchdown, but he underthrew it. It's incomplete. <laughs> All right. To, sucks to suck. Next game, a very key game, Detroit Lions take their winning streak to Carolina. Face off against the Panthers. I think you know who I'm picking, Eric. <gasps> I only showed you the sock. <laughs> the Detroit Lions. I tell you what, they are probably, as we said, they are probably the hottest team right now. One of the hottest teams in the NFL right now, and their schedule is so favorable for them now after beating the Jets, and I think Panthers, they keep it going. Bears, Packers is who they have left to face. Yeah, I think I think they keep this momentum going, and I, I think they they get a win against the Panthers. I agree. I I, I want to say this game is going to be easy for them, but there isn't any easy games in the NFL. It, it won't be easy, no. Um, but I think they'll win by seven. I, I don't think the Panthers are good, and the Lions, like you said, are playing unbelievable football right now 
Like, can you imagine when they were one and six, they're averaging thirty, allowing thirty-five points a game. These last seven weeks, they've been allowing nineteen points on defense. Their defense has been playing damn good. Yeah. And remember, we were talking. Should Dan Campbell be fired? Yeah, and it, no, he's looking like he might be coach of the year now if they went out and make the playoffs. <laughs> he's got some competition there, but he's close. All right. He, he does, yeah. Next game, the Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are holding on by a thread. Malik the Willis Texans is starting. have played two really good games back-to-back. As you said for te- Tennessee, here's the out list for Tennessee. Brian Tannehill, Ben Jones, starting center, Oof. Dylan Radons, starting offensive lineman, mm. Dylan Cole, outside linebacker, oh. guard Nate Davis, cornerback Christian Fulton, cornerback Terrence Mitchell. Oh my gosh. And safety Josh Thompson. So their secondary and their offensive line is basically hurt. It's gone. Eric, but are you, are you gonna pick them? The Titans are three point favorites at home. I, I think I think Tennessee gets the win. I think Derrick Henry just gashes his defense, and the Texans are just well. The Texans are just bad. They are so bad. It might be a tough game, but if Tennessee somehow blows it, man, would you be surprised? No, I'm actually picking the Texans. <laughs> I think the Titans are playing so poorly right now. And the way the Texans have fought to stay in these games and the way they're using their offense, I don't see a way the Titans keep this one close. Oh, my God. I don't think the Titans are a good football team right now. I think they're they're banged up and they've lost all their momentum. And their lack of receivers is showing how piss poor their offense is. Hmm. It's terrible. It is bad. If Derrick Henry doesn't get 400 yards, they lose. Yep. Also, I'm pretty sure Damian Pierce is coming back for Houston. No, he's on injured reserve. Is he? He doesn't say that here. Yeah, season's over. Well, I still think the Texans win this football game. And I, I think it's handily. I think they win by nine points. I really do. Oh, wow. I, I am that down on the Titans right now. I guess we'll find out. Okay, let me let's dive into them real quick. Hang on. No, we don't need to dive into them. I, I know I have to. <laughs> we don't got to dive into them for. I'm trying. I'm trying to do this quickly. This is not helping. Yeah. Since they beat the Green Bay Packers, Titans. lost twenty to sixteen to the Bengals, lost thirty five ten to the Eagles. Lost 36-22 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lost Mm. 17-14 to the Chargers. Oof. Trash, trash, go Texans. Next game, I don't know who to pick in this one. Saints at the Browns. Browns are three-point favorites at home. I would say Browns because they're at home. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I don't trust the Saints but I don't think the Browns are very good either Hmm. I I don't know I just think the Browns because they're at home and they're just less suckier than the Saints (laughs) (laughs) they have the better running game I guess yeah 
So, all right, we'll go with the Browns. I could pick the Saints just to be opposite. Um, moving on to the next one. This one could be intriguing. Giants at the Vikings. This is a very intriguing game. But I think just after that last game, the Vikings, I think they'll win this game. And the Giants, as we said, Daniel Jones isn't playing that good. And the Vikings are just a better team than them. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I think the Vikings that they've they should probably dominate this game, but knowing it's the Vikings, I don't think they will. Probably. <laughs> um, but I'll pick the Vikings too. I I think they're just a better team, and the Giants are beat to hell. So I don't think they'll even come close to. They'll keep up maybe with the Vikings, but I don't think they'll beat them. Yeah. Uh, next game, <laughs> Seattle. Seahawks going into Kansas City to face off against the Chiefs. Does not much need to be say about this game? The Chiefs. I think that if the Chiefs, I'm telling you right now, though, if the Chiefs let Seattle hang around, they better be careful because Kenneth Walker is coming back in this game. I was just about to say Kenneth Walker's coming back. And that's their that's the key to their offense. But I don't think the Seahawks defense is going to slow down the Chiefs offense no. at all. And that's what I was about to say is this defense will not slow down Mahomes, and that's why I'm going with the Chiefs. Yep, I agree. Chiefs are also 10-point favorites at home. Oof. Next game, the Washington football commanders head to... Your favorite team. The Bayside. And face off against the 49ers who keep winning football games somehow. <laughs> and it just makes Eric's head boil. I, I, I look at these ugly ass colors. Uh, I, I'll go with the Niners because, as I said, they're like the Lions. They just continue to roll and win, and they're playing good. They're playing good ball. Ugh. Yeah, I just don't trust the commander's offense against the Niners' defense. I don't like this matchup for the 49ers' offense either. I really like San or Washington's defense, but I just think the Niners' defense is playing unbelievable right now, and I think they'll dominate. Yes. So, 49ers. Uh, next game, this one is – oh, man, it was going to be so spicy with Hurts playing. Eagles at the Cowboys. Gardner Minshew has to step in since Jalen Hurts is out with a shoulder injury. Also, Uncle Rico is his other nickname. Because he's basically the living embodiment of Uncle Rico. From the can, the Cowboy, can the Cowboys bounce back after losing to Jacksonville? Newsflash, they will not. Give me the Eagles. I just don't believe in Dallas, and I just think... Prescott or the team will just do something to choke the game away and give it away to the Eagles. I want the Eagles. And Minshew, and Minshew does not turn the ball over, and I think that could be the difference right there. He, I'm picking the Cowboys, and for one reason only. Without Hurts, you lose the ability of the running quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key to the Eagles' offense. I think this is going to be a close one-score game. 
I think the Cowboys, this game means more to the Cowboys. They have to win this football game. I'm going to go with the Cowboys at home. Dallas loses, though, Eric. It'll be great. Oh, it'll be hysterical, and I will take the L for picking them. <laughs> but I think it'd be funny. Right. Uh, for some reason, this game's a primetime game. Raiders at the Steelers. It's primetime. Are you sure? Yeah. Saturday thought... night football, baby. Oh, God, it On is. On NFL Network. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why do they sub- subject us to this crap? Oh, yeah, it is. Saturday night Both football. teams are six and eight. Bofa. Bofa. And I don't trust either. Uh, Yeah, like, because which Raiders team is going to show up and which... You want know Mitch Trubisky? Is he starting this game? I do not see Pickett on the injury report. He's not. Um... Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Raiders? I'll tell you, I'll say, I'll pick the Raiders because I think their offense can get the job done. Yeah, I'll go with the Raiders, too, just because I guess they've been playing well recently. But just think of this. Steelers lose this game, first losing season for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And, if, and if they win, they keep the winning keep season. Keep the hopes alive! I mean, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, give me the give me the Raiders. All right, moving on to the Sunday Christmas Day games. We got the Green Bay need to be put out of their misery Packers <laughs> against the Miami Dolphins. Going going down to Florida. Dolphins are four-point favorites at home. Dolphins, I think, end the losing streak in this game, and they get the win. I agree. I just... The Dolphins are too good of a team to be on this big of a losing streak, and they played pretty good against Buffalo. Just came up a little bit short. The Packers are just—they just suck this. They year need too. to be—they need to be taken out back by like Lassie, and just <laughs> taken <laughs> out of their misery. <laughs> oh my God! Start Jordan Love, see what you have, and just admit that the season is over. Mm. I yeah. think Zach Wilson just got benched. Good. Chris Streveler is in at quarterback. They skipped over Flacco and went to Chris Streveler. Do you blame him? I wouldn't play Flacco. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, Flacco sucked. was leading the league and passing the first three weeks of the season. All right, on to the next. Let's, let's talk about the slime game. Oh, boy. Slime time, baby. Nick, it's Nickelodeon. Denver Ponies at the Los Angeles Goats. <laughs> Two and a half point favorites are the Rams. What's the Rams know? are favorited? Yeah. Or no. No, the Broncos me. are. Yeah. All right, Derek. Over under I, should over under should be twenty in this game, not thirty six. I have, I have a, a fun thing for this. Right. You pick the Rams, I'll pick the Broncos. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I'll go with the Rams because they're home. You'll go with the Broncos because they're less suckier than the Rams. <laughs> Done deal. Because the Broncos came off a win. Moving on to the Sunday night game. (laughs) By the way, I want the Rams to lose for the Lions' sake. And that's coming as a Rams fan. Yeah. Does it Um, matter? I don't really care who wins because both teams are just bad. And the Broncos just need to end the season. Tell you what, the Rams win, I'll shave my legs. (laughs) That'd be funny if you did. All right, Buccaneers at the Cardinals. 
This is the Christmas primetime game. I tell you what, I think I'll watch the early game and no more. Trace McSorley is starting in this game because Colt McCoy's hurt. So, yeah, g- g- give me the Bucks. Yeah, th- let's just let this be said. I don't believe in the Bucks. I just really don't believe in the Cardinals. No, the Cardinals are, are just, they suck. And Brady <laughs> is going to bounce back after losing last week to the Bengals and, and especially lo- blowing a lead like that. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it, no. Uh, yeah. The Cardinals are just so bad, man. They're so bad. And Cliff Kingsbury needs to be put out like last week. Uh, <laughs> Coaching-wise, coaching-wise. Uh, last game. <laughs> Monday night slime time, prime time, prime time. Chargers at the Colts. Uh, any chance the Colts can sneak a win out of the Chargers' grasps? No, because Nick Foles <laughs> is starting in this game. And... Yeah. He hasn't played in a long ass long time. time. And the Chargers, they need this win. They need they to need win to keep this. winning. Although yeah. the Chargers final games, Colts, Rams, Broncos. You tell me. Yeah. But uh yeah, gimme give gimme give the Chargers because yeah. the Colts I, are just not a good team. I think the Chargers win this one and it ain't gonna be close. Yeah. Real quick, Zach Wilson uh, gets benched in the game. He is 9 of 18, 92 yards in a pick. I've been watching this game as we recorded. Like I told you, he had Garrett Wilson wide open, and he underthrew him by 10 yards, and he had to come back for the ball, and it was an incompletion. Eric, Jackson will be 7 and 8 after this win. Look out. Dude, Look they could win the division. Out. Look out. All right. Well, you got uh, anything else? No, that I got nothing else. That's it for me. All right. That'll do it for us. I might be shaving my legs <laughs> after Christmas. We will catch you on the next time. Deuces. Peace. Peace.